0: For Weekday morning from 9 on 2FM. Listen, we have to talk about this. We're going to have a very frank and honest chat now because Valentine's Day is just around the corner. And if you're single, you might be flat out on, I don't know, Tinder or Grindr trying to find someone to cuddle up with next week. Isn't that what you do? Well, not to put a dampener on it or anything, but with STI and HIV rates through the roof. We said. We have a conversation and just try and share some advice with you on how best to protect yourself if you get lucky enough uh, this loved-up season. So I'm joined in studio by sexual health specialist at St. James's Hospital and founder of Himeros Health STI Clinic, Dr. Ashling Law. You're very welcome to the show. Thanks, Jennifer. And thanks for coming in. So uh, let me start off with this uh, because we did uh, read this as a headline. HIV, let's talk about it. How widespread is the HIV infection?
1: So those headline figures can be really intimidating and scary when you read them first. Yeah. But actually the HIV story is more nuanced than that. Um, we actually, if we look at the figures from last year, because we have that sort of data already from the full year, and we look at back pre-pandemic, say so 2019, the actual rates of infection, of new infections within Ireland are actually down. Okay. So when you look at the figures, it looks like there's a 124% increase. But most of those are actually people who are coming to work in Ireland, live in Ireland, study in Ireland, who already have been diagnosed abroad and are coming here on treatment. And whenever you're on treatment, you can't infect new people because U equals U, undetectable equals untransmissible. Okay. that's So actually when you look at the rates of new infections in Ireland people who are being newly diagnosed getting it in Ireland it's actually down slightly from 2019 we're kind of ignoring the, the years in between because it's really down those years because people weren't getting tested Okay. So the HIV story when you tease it out and that will happen over the next few years has actually been a positive story and that's Good. probably now with the advent of PrEP which is pre-exposure prophylaxis which um, mostly is used by men who have sex with men to prevent getting HIV and that's actually I think a success story. So those headlines, you know, they need a bit more sort of n- nuance to okay. them. Yeah. Okay, well that's a good start. That's a good start. <laughs> that's positive so thank you for that. Uh, let's talk about
0: STIs. Is that the same or is no, this, Okay,
1: <laughs> that's very different. Even before I came in here this morning I was like how are we doing because the HPSC collects this data really well so they give a weekly report so anyone can go online and read it so um, on the HPSC website they have weekly STI and HIV reports telling us how many infections were diagnosed last week the week before and so on in the month of January this year compared to the month of January last year I was just looking at it and we're up 350% with gonorrhea 120 something percent with chlamydia and um, I think it's 240 percent increase in genital herpes so that is huge you know we're not talking 10 percent 20 percent 30 percent we're talking about 350 percent so that's comparing January 2022 to January 2023 so there's been as you said through the roof explosion in STIs and um, for many many reasons Do you know what those reasons are? Is it (laughs) the casual
0: sex culture? Is there... Are people just saying no to condoms? Like, what is going on?
1: Lots of things. So they're all feeding into the picture. Mm. Um, And look we have to say there's been a re- really good success story because we like putting the positive stories out there as well, in that now people have more access to STI testing. So um, there has been this launch of the SH24 testing. Now it was around last year, but it's now more widespread. Um, it's been more embedded in people's minds that they can do this. And so there is now this free online testing so yeah. people can test at home in the comfort of their own home. And Actually, the most people using that, so something like 60% of people doing those sh 24 tests at home have actually never done an STI test before. So it's really getting to the people who were too embarrassed, were too far from a clinic, couldn't afford, couldn't take a day off work. So all of those people have now been, you know, have had the world of STI testing opened up to them. It does show us that there's a lot of people who have been sitting around with STIs not realizing it and just now because of ease of access have done this testing so again a good reflection of lots of STIs are asymptomatic and people don't realize they have them so there's that there is the lack of condoms being used we hear that anecdotally Um, there's definitely a more hookup culture there's more opportunity for sex there's more sort of Availability now with apps. Mm. uh, And and again, it's hard to collect this data, but people will report to me on a one-to-one in a consultation about the adventurousness of what they're getting up to and people are experimenting and doing more things that we wouldn't have heard of maybe five years ago. So there's a lot of things that play into it. But I think predominantly it is increased testing, but those big increases aren't really reflecting just that. okay. How often should someone get tested? Um, so it depends on how active they are. So I would always say if you have symptoms, um, then you should see your doctor. Um, uh, you know, the home testing kit is really for the people who are asymptomatic. So you should come to a clinic or go to your GP, whichever you feel comfortable with. And don't be embarrassed because there's absolutely nothing we won't have seen or heard before. And. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if people are on pre-exposure prophylaxis, so for the men who have sex with men generally, um, they get tested every three months. Um, if you're having a new partner, it's a good idea to get tested at the start of the relationship. So then if something crops up down the road that you can say, well, look, we both got tested and, you know, you, you know, you've, you've it's nice to start with a clean slate at the start of our relationship and it's mm-hmm. sort of the mature thing to do now. Um, and then I would recommend if you're a, sort of a sexually active young person and you've no symptoms to maybe do it at least once a year. Once a
0: year, okay. But now it's more accessible isn't it because we have these home, you've mentioned it now and if somebody is listening and has never been tested and they're Mm -hmm. an adult or they have symptoms how do they get their hands on one of those home
1: so they just go on sh24.ie and click an order and it's all free and you post it back and it's free post and you can pick whichever address you want it to go to and it's discreetly packaged and then you get the results within usually a week. Okay. Amazing. Amazing.
0: Amazing stuff. That I think is we're the
1: first country in the world as far as I know, which is amazing for Ireland to be... Um, to have this nationally available for free to anybody in, in the whole country. And I think that's Incredible. the first in the world. Yeah.
0: Well, go Ireland. Um, OK, so STIs. I, I would
1: presume a condom is, first and foremost, the best way to protect yourself. Absolutely, yeah. And, and it, it doesn't protect against everything, but it is the best protection you can get out there. So it's not to be, you know, sort of. Throwing away as something from the olden days that you don't need anymore.
0: Okay, and what, what, at what point do you need to put a condom on during sex? Just to let people know, uh, let's get specific um, straight away before you're anywhere near penetration during oral, because a lot of people don't use condoms with oral.
1: Is, is that correct? A lot of people report that they don't use condoms during oral and would laugh at the fact that you know if you ever suggested yeah. it so you have to be realistic as to what's acceptable um so i don't often push for that um but you know you can get stis from oral sex so things like chlamydia gonorrhea syphilis hepatitis are all things that you can get but they are for the most part preventable or curable so i would say if people are in the at-risk group of getting those infections to make sure you get vaccinated for hepatitis um B and A you can protect yourself from and then if you are putting yourself at risk to get tested and treat it because those other three infections you can get from oral sex are curable so you would only know you had them if you had the testing done. So when should you put the condom on? Look yes ideally for oral sex but I, I totally take on board that most people don't do that so then before penetration with with full sex
0: um, a lot of STIs uh, are curable you said but a lot will stay with you for yeah. the rest of your life and uh, uh, the ones that are I mean what kind of damage if you if you have an STI and you're
1: asymptomatic what kind of damage is that doing to you so a small percentage of people with uh, symptomatic STIs will go on to have long term damage. It's not a huge percentage. So, you know, I don't want people to be worried and frightened if they've had, say, chlamydia for a long time and not realised it. Okay. Because um, only a small percentage will go on to have pelvic inflammatory disease and it could lead to fertility issues down the road. So, it's not a huge amount of people, but a small percentage. Um, and then for men, they can get epididymorchitis where it can go down into the testes and be incredibly painful, incredibly sore. Um, there are STIs that people have for life. Like you were saying, the main one that causes a huge amount of dis- distress, especially in young women, is gentle herpes. But actually, for the most part in Ireland, most young women who come to me who are diagnosed with herpes, it tends to be herpes type 1, which a lot of people don't realise. So Genital herpes type 1 is the more common one we see in Ireland. And when people come, they've spent a lot of time reading online. And most of what they're reading about is herpes type 2. And it's important to differentiate because the large majority of people in Ireland actually carry herpes type 1. Mm. So 80 to 90 percent of us have it already, be it on the mouth or on the genitals. It doesn't really matter, which I always say to people, both are used in sex. So it's important to know which and not to get really, really upset about this lifelong infection because nearly all of us have it anyway. Uh, a couple of texts
0: coming in on 51552. Can you ask the doctor, this texter says, can a person never donate blood once uh, you've had had an STI even 10 years ago? That's from a concerned cork woman.
1: No, I mean, you can donate blood for sure, but um, obviously not with certain infections. Obviously, HIV, hepatitis, syphilis, things like that. They will inform you if you go to be tested or sorry, if you go to donate blood and you have any of those infections, they will inform you about it and you'll get follow up. Um, but things like chlamydia, gonorrhea and all of that. No, you you absolutely can donate blood.
0: OK. Hi, uh, this sexer says embarrassed and heartbroken recently discovered my husband has been having uh, has been having sex with younger men, I'm now concerned for STIs. Do I need to get checked for everything? Is there a full screen you can do? Yeah. Or is it specific ones I need to get checked for?
1: Yeah, this is, I see these type of stories very, very frequently. So it's not something um, to be embarrassed about or upset about. It's not her fault. Um, so I think there's a lot of counselling needs to go on as well around this this issue. She definitely needs an STI screen because um men who have sex with men are in the slightly higher risk group from getting STIs but if he was even having an affair with a woman we would say you would need to get an STI check because most of them are asymptomatic.
0: I think it's a same sex relationship would I read that right? Uh, hi, embarrassed am and recently discovered my husband has been having sex with younger men so it might be a same sex um, so it's the same. Yeah. Listen, go. Yeah. You can go to uh, the humorous Clinic mm-hmm. as well, um, or, or get one of these home kits. Home it's, kits, yeah. Just get or, yourself yeah, tested, or go Absolutely. to your GP. Yeah. Isn't it funny these questions coming in? They're so they can be quite basic, but people just need clarification. Yeah. Still, after all these years, like this one: Can you get an STI from having sex with the same person all the time, or is it only if it's multiple people?
1: No, I mean you can, and just because you you can be in a relationship, say for five years Mm. and not get an STI but get it in the fifth year from that person. So say, for instance, genital herpes, someone can carry that silently and not be passing it on. And then they can have a little flare up and, and and it comes out on their skin and pass it on. So I'll often get asked that because people will say, is this evidence that my partner's having an affair? We've been together five years and suddenly I've got an STI. Yes, it could be evidence, but it's not, it's not the only way that it could happen. So um, yes, you can get an infection after several years of being together because you don't pass on something instantly and it's not a way of knowing if your partner has an STI by having sex with them unprotected once and then go and get them tested because you can have sex 10 times and only get the infection on the 10th time.
0: Test yourself, test yourself, test yourself. Um, Can I just ask you finally, um, okay, so we've talked about condoms and that kind of thing, but on the other side then, what advice have for you, just for someone who might have to go about telling someone that they've been infected?
1: Yeah, that can be really difficult. In... um, in St. James's hospital where I work, we have a really good team of what's called health advisors. So you'd all have heard of contact tracing done through COVID. We've been doing that for, for since since the beginning of sexual health care. So we do contact tracing and there's a team who will do that. And there's ways of doing it anonymously. If you find it really difficult to tell, sometimes it's worth. um, Oh,
0: wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. So,
1: so that's been going on for many, many years. Um, so there's a really good team of, of nurses around the country that do that. Um, whereby if you, say, got diagnosed with gonorrhea and you you didn't want to tell the people, there'll be a way that they can text um, through an an anonymous way to say, you've been in contact with an infection, please present for testing. It doesn't say from who, it doesn't say what it is, but it just says you need to get a full screen. So that's done every day. Okay. Yeah, so, and, and, you know, some people like to say face to face and we will give advice as to how to do that or we'll say, bring the person in. It's maybe done best with, a doctor or a yeah. nurse, you know, so that it depends what the infection is. Some some are more serious than others. Uh,
0: this is a mad one. Can you lose your hair from an STI? This text says.
1: Yeah, you can. and um, so uh, you can get. Um, alopecia from syphilis so it is one of the signs of um secondary syphilis is patchy alopecia so we'll have people come in with oh, syphilis is a really interesting infection um and it can it, it's a systemic infection so it can affect any part of your body we'll have people who have tinnitus they'll have blindness they'll have heart issues uh, neurological issues rashes so all sorts of symptoms it can present with um and alopecia being one of them so yes
0: God, I didn't know syphilis was so interesting. It is. Okay. <laughs> prevalent. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you have it. Uh, Dr. Ashing Loy, thank you so much for speaking with us this morning. Uh, and if you want any more information, you can always go to sexualwellbeing.ie. Is that a decent website? That's a
1: brilliant website. That's a HSE website. That's a HSE website.
0: Yeah. There we go. Uh, I hope that you feel informed after that. If you have any questions, you can always jump onto that website and get all the information you need. And we'll be back right after this. RTE yeah. You a
1: friend